When this week's guest first contacted me, I was pretty hesitant about having her on. And the reason why I was uncomfortable, I was uncomfortable with what she did for a living. And then I realized that is seriously the silliest thing. That's not what this podcast is about. This podcast is not just about me. It's about you. It's about our community that we've created with two kids in a career And I knew this week's guest would have a message that would connect with someone. Little did I know the message would connect with me. I am so glad I hit reply to Jay's email and said, yes, you need to come on. And I think you're going to be happy as well. What happens when you put a career-focused woman with two kids trying to balance home and work life in a room with a microphone? Lots of laughter, tears, and great advice. I'm Jill Devine, and welcome to Two Kids and a Career. I have been waiting quite some time to talk to this week's guest. It all started back when I was still in radio, and what's so wonderful about this podcast I am introduced to so many new people. And what I also love about this podcast, people actually reach out to me and they're brave and they say, hey, let's talk. I think that I have something that somebody else would benefit from. And that's how this week's guest and I got connected. I don't even know, Jay. Man, it's been maybe over a year since you contacted me. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, close to it. So we were going to talk in person and then the pandemic hit. And so then we kind of put things on hold. And it's funny how that happens. And I think that you get this as well, because you talked about this in in a video that I recently saw, like, sometimes you just need to wait for certain things to happen for other things to happen. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad that we didn't talk as soon as we were supposed to, because so much has evolved with you and your business. And we get to talk about that right now. So let's, I guess, start with why you contacted me in the first place. And I will tell you my initial honest reaction uh, to that email. (laughs) Wonderful. Uh, So, Jill, I I just saw that you had a platform that women um, specifically are looking to to engage with other women, understand from other individuals' um, journeys. And I know that I've learned so much from just understanding the other women as well. I thought maybe my journey might be helpful to somebody else. And it's, um, as, you, as you know, a little bit untraditional. Uh, so that's good in many ways, because I think if it was, you know, just like everybody else's, it wouldn't be something that would really need to be talked about. So I'm pretty excited to be able to explain it. So the email came through. And again, sometimes you don't know people's intentions. I mean, how can you? I mean, you just don't know. And I made a pact to myself that every email that came through to me about the podcast and wanting to be on it, that I would definitely read it and do a little research before making just a decision. And your email came through and the listener's like, what was it about? Come on, tell us. But your email came through and I thought, hmm, hmm, I don't know. And the reason why is because I wasn't comfortable with it. And I was a little freaked out. And then I thought, 
if I'm freaked out and I'm not comfortable, somebody else is freaked out and somebody else isn't comfortable. And that's not what this is about. This is a whole different meaning. So let the listener in on the suspense that they are (laughs) waiting to find out. What do you do for a living? So I am uh, an individual that wants to empower other women through uh, kind of a non-traditional source. I'm a photographer that does intimate glamour photography. And what's specific to that term uh, that I wanted to use something other than what most people would consider boudoir photography um, is that I really want to make sure that the woman feels comfortable with what they want to be able to display in the pictures. So many of my pictures, unlike traditional boudoir photography, uh, women are fully clothed. And um, it's just about the way in which I uh, pose them, a way in which I'm able to have them express their feelings, um, and and really just being able to show them that vulnerability is extremely um, seductive, and uh, that doesn't mean that you have to take off a piece of clothing to be vulnerable. Sometimes you just have to take off the idea of you know, uh, taking a risk. So uh, that is why I term my photography intimate glamour. So I had told this to a friend of mine and I said, I don't know, what do you think? And she was like, what I think is that you need to go get your pictures taken. I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) One thing at a time. Let's start with getting her on the podcast and then we can talk about that. I mean, I think that I probably represent a lot of women out there that go, oh, no, the only thing that you can just take a picture of is my face. Mm -hmm. Do you find that with a lot of your clientele? So a lot of times people come to me kind of already at the idea of they want to take the risk, but they're still extremely nervous. Um, And so that was one of the reasons why I wanted to reach out to somebody um, like you that has a form that you do, because I think that um, risk is has a lot to do with, um, again, that vulnerability aspect. And I think a lot of people want to do something like this. They just feel that um, they, they're just too hard on themselves. Mm-hmm. And so uh, the biggest thing that I want to do is to really be able to kind of give that mirror of what everybody sees in them, um, in front of them to be able to say, you know what, you are beautiful just the way you are today. Um, not 20 pounds less, not, uh, a few wrinkles less, but literally all of those things that make you who you are, make you uh, that beautiful being that, that people see every day. That just, it gives me chills because that's where I want to be. And I'm not, there and i i want to see myself the way that you see me and well i need to see this m- myself the way that i need to see me in a positive light mm-hmm. what i it's interesting to me because us women we are so hard on ourselves and we're always finding something wrong and with ourselves and our appearance and you look at other women and you would never think that about someone like you would never think, Oh, that person feels that way. If they expose what it is that they're upset with. And I, and I go back to something I watched a long time ago 
Like, Jay, I am a sucker for trash TV. I don't get to watch it much anymore, but I used to watch uh, the the divas on E, the, the about the wrestlers, the women wrestlers. And why am I blanking on the one's name? But she had the, the bright red hair. Eva, I think was her name. And she's gorgeous. Gore- like, I'm like, oh my gosh, her body. She is gorgeous. She had such a mental issue with the way she looked. She went and saw this person who specializes in helping. And he said, I want you to draw or describe to me what you see in the mirror and I'm going to draw it. And so she did that and he drew it and he set it to the side. And he said, now what I want you to do is I want to look at you and and I I should back this up. He didn't see her mm-hmm. first. He was just listening to her. So then he said, "Okay, now I want you to come in the room, and I want to draw you as I see you. No joke. This is how I see you." Mm-hmm. And when she saw the side by side pictures, I mean, even I was crying because the picture that she described of herself. She was heavier. There were all these so-called flaws that she saw. And then when she saw what he drew, she couldn't believe how much thinner she looked, how the flaws that she had, they weren't there. Mm-hmm. And it, it it just, that's kind of what I'm envisioning from you and what you're capturing. Exactly. I just want to be able to show women um, exactly who they are, uh, feeling the best that they can feel. Uh, even when I work, um, with my, uh, makeup artist, I, you know, I, I don't, unless, unless the customer seriously wants something very different than who they are on a normal basis. Um, I said, you know, just light makeup, you know, just tossed hair, no updos, no, no high, high glamour fashion, um, uh, makeup. I just, I just want to see them and just highlight their features. And it's amazing how women then can see these pictures and go, Oh, wow, that is me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and not feel like it's like this, I don't know, done up version of them or photoshopped filtered version of them. Right. Well, and The thing, too, when I was looking at your website and I saw the testimonials, one woman was saying, you know, it was also the way that Jay was talking to me during the photo shoot and the positive affirmations and just how she made me feel. And I'm sure you've probably told this. There's some people that when you listen to them and you hear them speak, you just feel comfortable and you are that person. Like when I was watching your video and listening to you now, I'm just like, oh, oh, <laughs> yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. That. So let's back it up, though, as to how you got here. What led you to your business? Oh, wow. So that journey has been uh, in the time span, really not that long, but seems so long because Mm -hmm. I just started to simply allow the universe, uh, God, whatever you deem it as to take the wheel and go, this is what I want. And I don't know what that's going to look like. I don't know. 
um, what I'm asking for is something that I need or should have, but this is what I'm looking for. And I want to see what the universe can provide. And so the minute I really started doing that, I started finding myself. I was very much that person, like you said, that, that saw all these flaws and imperfections. I've always had an issue with my weight. Um, I, I, I didn't see myself as pretty. Um, and I, there were so many things, the layers that, that went with that. Um, in essence, I did not feel like I was enough. And so knowing that I was like, you know, the only way in which I'm, I'm going to change this is to um, not allow myself to say it anymore. And so um, I'm actually my background is um, workforce development. And I, I worked in the nonprofit world and academia for a long time. And I'd be the first one to tell you to not to get a tattoo where an employer could see. Um, but before I knew it, I turned 40 and I got a tattoo on my wrist that says I am enough because I needed to realize every time I put in my, put my head down and started thinking negative thoughts, I'd have to see it. And so mm. from that point was probably the start of my journey. Ugh. I, I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's hard. It's very hard being a woman. It's very hard with the thoughts that you have. So it's nice to have somebody like you share their experience and want to help other women. I want to get back to what you're doing to help other women, but there was um, some stuff that happened recently to you to make you stop growing your business and the next part of it, which we're going to talk about, something do you believe um, contributed to some of the reasons that you felt the way you did? I don't know. Walk me through this. You are adopted and you recently found your biological mother. I was on a walk with the girls the other day and there was a house we walked by and they had this amazing garden. I took a picture and I sent it to Brian. I said, these are garden goals for us. We have a garden in our backyard, but it's not as big as the garden I saw and that's because we're limited in space. And it does make me think about what we wanna do as far as a house is concerned. Do we wanna stay in our current house or do we want to get a different house? Because I would love to be on a little bit more land, a little bit more privacy, and then I could make my garden huge. So whatever lifestyle you're considering, London Real Estate can help you. If you want to do something like I want to do, or maybe you want even more land, maybe you want to have your own little farm, London Real Estate can do that for you. They are specialized in this. They know the community inside and out, and they will match you perfectly with the property that makes sense for you. Blondin Real Estate Com. Yes, yes. Um, the funniest part is neither one of us were looking for each other. Oh, <laughs> um, I know. Crazy. Um, and so, again, it's part of that whole universe thing, right? Like just just putting out there that mm -hmm. uh, I want to get to know myself better. And I think that that was one of the reasons why she came into my life. Um uh, a very long story short, I did a DNA, <laughs> uh, 23andMe, and um, and that was mainly because uh, my son and I wanted to just know 
what our ethnicity was. Or my information on my adoption records wasn't very clear. And so I just, I just wanted to know, um, I am a, a brown skinned woman and I grew up in a, a Caucasian family. And so I never really had anybody that looked like me and I didn't know about maybe my culture or anything like that. So, so that's where it started. And, um, that happened two years ago. I mean, it wasn't like it like went, I did it and then bam, I found her. Um, oh, wow. yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think what was really crazy is, is that my, um, my birth mother's, uh, sisters wanted to know if there were other siblings out there because, uh, their father, um, knew they had, that had other children. So that's why they did it. And, um, and so I I got this email that said, Hey, we found an aunt. And I'm like, wow, that's, that's close. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I just wanted to be able to, again, you know, I'm, I'm, I just stop overthinking things and I'm just like, you know what? I just wrote an email and said, hi, (laughs) like, that's it. And she came back to me and said that, um, that it was actually her oldest sister that did the DNA and she was doing the communication for her. And she's like, you know, we're just looking for other family members. And I said, okay. I said, well, you know, I don't really know too much about the family. Um, it was like I was adopted in 1975 and um, in Centerville, Illinois. And then the communication just stopped. <laughs> I was like, okay. And so the next day I finally got an email back because we were going back and forth within minutes. And I say I got an email back that said, um, well, uh, actually my sister, um, she gave up a child at 17 for adoption in Centerville, Illinois. And we think you're her. And, um, we're so excited because you know what, you even look like each other. And so she sent me a picture of her next to my profile picture on the, on the, on the DNA site. And, uh, and that's where it started. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So she, um, didn't think she'd ever find me. And I honestly just wanted, I just always kind of felt like if, if, that was supposed to happen, it would happen. I didn't have to go search for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wanted it to be very natural and, and positive. Right. You know, so I, uh, I went ahead and, uh, I spoke with her and, um, she actually lives out in Utah now, but, uh, ironically, uh, about 70% of my family, my aunts, my uncles, my cousins are right down the street. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. 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 They live about 15 miles away from me. And you had no idea. No, I've, I've lived here my entire life. I'm sure we've passed at, you know, the mall, the <laughs> churches, whatever. Yeah. So have you met your mom? Yeah. Yeah. So we, um, again, I like to take as much as I can out of this very challenging time as possible. And so I went ahead and, um, I really got to know her over the phone. We text and talk every day. And, um, she actually sends me about once a week, she'll send a little video of like a question of the, of the week. Mm. And, um, and I'll, you know, I get to know what she likes and she gets to know what I like or things about me. And, um, and we decided after a while to, to meet. And then, um, we were going to meet at the end of, uh, what was it? The end of May. And then the shutdown happened. 
So then we pushed it off to the end of, um, I'm sorry, it was supposed to be end of April, but pushed it off to end of May. And then um, when we met, it was, it, it was like it was supposed to happen then. Um, and it was just, it was just a beautiful thing. It was absolutely beautiful. So where are you headed from here with her? You just are going to keep the relationship or? Yeah. 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 It's, it's a pretty awesome thing because, um, we now are able to have so many more opportunities now with communication, as you know, you know, podcasts, mm -hmm. text, uh, you know, FaceTime, whatever it may be. And so, um, we're just going to keep developing the way it is. Um, we're going to go see her in, um, in, uh, the end of the, the summer and then she'll come see us and, in at the uh, fall time. And then, um, her, her goal is to, um, eventually move back. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So all of this is happening while you're running your business. That's yeah. fairly new and yeah. you're in the midst of doing some more stuff for your business and you're in the midst of a pandemic. Ah, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's a lot. I yeah. wanted to bring up the adoption because, uh, you know, when you and I were talking and, and you brought that up to me, oh, this is why things have been taking a lot longer. I wanted to talk about it because it is something that isn't talked a lot about. Not too long ago, I had uh, a woman on, Jessica, and she started this magazine called Raise and it's for non-traditional families. And mm -hmm. what we had talked about was how in the year of 2020, do we not have these time types of outlets? And there are so many people that are experiencing certain things that are non-traditional, but they don't have an outlet to go to. So that's, I wanted to make sure we talked about the adoption because listen, somebody might be listening right now that is in the same situation as you and and they're scared and they don't know what to do. Maybe they, they know who their mom is. Maybe they know who their father is, whatever it may be, but they just don't know how to take those next steps. And so that's what's also great about this is just to be able to reach out to other people and let them know they're not alone. It's it's so important to, to allow, you know, yourself to take that risk, uh, knowing that, um, you don't know how the outcome will be, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't take the risk. Right. Um, and so again, I could have, you know, very easily saw the, the, the thing come across that I've, you know, found my aunt and could have just gone, Ooh, that could get ugly. That could, that could not end the way I want it and just kind of push off and not, not go forward. But I thought, you know what, I, I'm just going to do it and just yeah. see. Well, something was calling you and mm -hmm. it sounds like, it's the right thing. Let's now go back to, is this a branch of Bellissimo Photography Studio or is it a whole separate entity? And I'm talking about Embody Me. So um, it's, it's a project uh, based off of what I do at Bellissimo. So okay. um, I found that, as you said, women go in this vulnerable space, probably something they never thought they would do. And I just kept hearing that I changed after the, taking the pictures. I, I want to be able to, to do things now and I'm excited and I see myself differently. And I thought, you know what, there needs to be more processing with this. Um, 
And so I, I'm very um, blessed to be able to have um, a, a network of other women that I um, am friends with or work with in some capacity that um, are either licensed counselors or uh, they're certified life coaches um, and, 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 and actually um, occupational therapists and an artist. And so working with these individuals, I found that they take their clients through this process of, of becoming right. And, and, and just making them see themselves differently or processing things differently. And how beautiful would it be to have, um, like, a, a visual aspect of that. And so on the flip side, I saw these changes that were happening with people when I did the photography piece, but I'm not certified to, to walk them through that mm. and really dive deep into what those changes mean for them. So I said, let's, let's, let's bring them together and let's work together uh, in a positive aspect that will allow people to see themselves and really understand that they embody um, everything that they're going through physically um, and emotionally. And let's record that. So um, I, I'm working with um, these people to have different types of workshops and sessions. And then I come along for the ride and document it um, through either intimate glamour sessions or through just a kind of a, a, a photographic journal of their, of their um, time with them. Oh, wow. Wow. So how does someone get involved with this? So uh, if you go to embodyme.org, you can uh, go and, and fill out the, the form that I'm really a, a true believer. And no matter what I do, I need to kind of touch base with you and see if you're comfortable with me and, and you're comfortable with what we do. So uh, the first thing is to just have a, a consultation it's, uh, free of charge. And we just we just have a talk and see if one of these things would be something that you would like to do and then really be able to say next steps and how to plan that because um, almost everything is done within a day. Um, the retreat is done over two days, but ever, most everything is done within um, anywhere between two hours to a full day workshop. Okay. And then did you – can you just tell me a couple of testimonials of, of individuals that what it was that they, they got from this so that somebody that may be listening going, Hmm, I don't know. I, I, I need a little bit of help in this department. <laughs> right. Um, so the, the first one is one of the, the reasons again, that I started inviting me. It was that um, I had a, um, a person refer someone to me. And they said, this is going to be a unique situation. So I just want to, but I felt like you're the person that would really be able to, to pull them through this process. And what it was is a woman um, that uh, was a cancer survivor and she had gone through uh, breast cancer and uh, fought it. However, it came back and now she has been given a, a terminal diagnosis. Ugh. And um, she knew she wanted to uh, do, again, chemo and radiation to just be able to, to live a life as long as she can. But she wanted to have more control this time. And so what she did was 
she came to her stylist and said, you know, I, I've always wanted to take pictures of myself and you know what, I'm going to do it. And so what we did was, is we took her through this, again, this photographic journal of her process and she came into her stylist, she did her hair and her makeup. And then, um, she came to my studio and I did an, a, a small intimate glamour session of her all done up and, and just very glamorous. And then I followed her back to her home and that's where her children were. And she said, you know what? I want to take control of when I lose my hair. So we're doing it today. And so I took pictures of her children shaving her head. And then after processing all of that, we went back to my studio and did an intimate glamour session with her without her hair. And she really has been able to see herself in a different light. She's gone through some struggles relationship wise and everything, but really being able to see her and have this again, photographic journal to be able to remember this process and this journey is so important to her. As I'm listening to you and I'm feeling that heaviness, you have to encounter a lot of heaviness from people Jay, how do you go about your day afterwards or your week? I mean, I know that you are helping people, but I mean, I, I'm feeling the heaviness right now. I see this as such a beautiful thing. And I know that even beautiful things are heavy. So I acknowledge that and I try to work on myself. I try to be able to... Um, to have some self-care um, and really know that this is part of my journey and being able to see, again, a transformation of a woman is such a truly miraculous thing and beautiful thing that um, the joy outweighs the heaviness. There's something very special about you and there's a reason why you're doing what you're doing. It's just, it's hard. Like I just, I, I'm, I'm just kind of speechless because I, I, I don't even know how to put it into words. Like you have to be a special person to do the things that you're doing. And I, again, being a woman who is not 100% comfortable in her own skin, I know how hard that is. And I know how difficult it is to open up, but to have someone that embraces you and someone who sees your perfections and not your flaws, mm -hmm. that's just an amazing gift, Jay. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Um, Jill, as you know, we all do things that um, we're lucky to be able to, to have a quote unquote job that doesn't feel like work. Mm -hmm. And um, I've been blessed with that almost my entire life. I used to work in nonprofit and I used to help um, individuals um, that didn't see themselves for their worth in, in what they did. Uh, they didn't see themselves as having skills to do a job. So I love being able to, again, to show them that everybody sees you for the skills and the, um, the talents you have. You just have to see it for yourself. So that's why this really was easy to kind of transfer 
into this type of work because I'm just doing very similar work, but with a different format. Well, and you went through it yourself. There's mm-hmm. there's something to be said with that. Like if, you know, you had some thoughts that a lot of us have and you did, you, you said enough is enough. I'm going to change. And that's what a lot of women need. And a lot of people need to start doing on an everyday basis. Um, okay. Let's talk about how people can get a hold of you, what they need to do, all the contact information. I'll also have it posted on the show notes at jilldevine.com. Wonderful. So uh, you can get, get a hold of me in a multitude of ways. Uh, all right. I have a, face, I have a Facebook page um, with um, Bellissimo Studios, Photography Studios, Instagram page at um, Bellissimo Photo Studio. Um, I have a, a website, bellissimophotos.com, and my Embody Me project is embodyme.org. My phone number is 314-266-8549, and you can always email me at j j a y at bellissimophotos.com. And again, all of this will be on the show notes page at jilldevine.com. Okay, this is what happens with every single guest. Usually I am going to have you back and we are going to talk about progress with the Embodomy Project. We're going to talk about progress with your biological mom, but any last minute thoughts that we did not cover? No, I just, I just really want to thank you, Jill. Thank you for, for again, um, doing something different in the face of adversity, uh, acknowledging the talent that you have and moving forward with it. Um, you're exactly the type of person that inspires others. And I just really appreciate it. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and if you're feeling really generous, write me a review. And don't forget to join me next week for a new episode of Two Kids and a Career.